Welcome to today's episode of the Insurance Life and Everything in Between podcast. My name is Adam Bersan. And I'm Chris Smith. If you've yet to do so, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And if you love this podcast, don't forget to share it with a friend or colleague. We greatly appreciate your help and support. If you're listening to us, follow on however method in which that podcast platform allows you to follow and share it. Share this information out to others. Like the reels when you see it. The more you interact, the more the algorithms will share this information with others that need to see it. And today, we're talking about victim or victor over the course of the next 20-ish or so minutes. Adam has a lot of exciting information on this he'd like to share. Adam, victim or victor, I'm excited to hear about it. Hey, thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah, you know, we, we talk a lot about that, and I really feel like it's important when we talk about people holding themselves accountable and just not always throwing the blame at everybody else. And just kind of think about, to me, it's just kind of like a, a mentality of, of life, really, if you think about it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people out there that no matter how things go, no matter what they do, you know, it's always everybody else, the reason why they have failed, you know, everybody's out to get them and that, that, and this and that. So yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about maybe understanding the the victim mentality and what it really means to play victim. I think that victims often see themselves as powerless and they attribute their struggles maybe to some external factors. They, they blame others for their current circumstances and they may dwell on their past misfortunes and they struggle to take responsibility for their own lives. So a lot of maybe what had happened to them in the past, they think way too much about the past. And that's kind of why it puts them into where they're, they're currently at. Some signs of someone having that mentality could be someone who's constantly complaining, not holding themselves accountable for anything. And they see obstacles as insurmountable. Everything, like I said, everything bad always happens to them. Wherever they go, whatever they're doing sooner or later, it's bound to fall apart. Everyone is out to get them. They, they just, they don't have the same opportunity as everybody else. I, I know it's interesting. I, I wrote so many things down there. I'm going to kind of work back through them, but everything you just shared there describes so many abject failures in this business and failure isn't always they've exited the business altogether. Failure is also underperforming their true potential. That's almost as bad because nobody fires you in this business. You kind of self-fire yourself. But let's talk about bad perspective first. Not you have a bad perspective, but not you, but the listening audience may have a poor understanding of what bad thing is. Maybe enough bad things really haven't happened to them yet that they think, man, this is a horrible thing that's happened to me. And I've had my fair share of bad things happen to me. And I allow them to provide perspective to other things that take place. I'll think to this, for, like, let's just say my leads don't come in this weekend. Waylon is hospitalized in another country. His computer is destroyed. There's no backup system and no leads come in. Well, do I have to go to court for this? Have I been arrested? Am I currently in a coma? No. I mean, no, none of those things. Um, have my kids been kidnapped from me? No. Like, let's have some perspective on what's really happening at that point. And then when you realize it's really not that bad, how do we fix it? Well, if that had actually happened, I have plenty of leads from the last eight years 
throw them on a spreadsheet and work them. So I think some people, thank God, maybe they haven't had enough really bad things happen to them yet that they haven't had to have the perspective and say, you know, this really isn't that bad. Well, I think the examples that you just gave, I, I think it kind of shows too, maybe that a victim focuses a lot more on the problems than on the solutions. And like you said, heck, if something happened and you can't get leads for a week or two weeks, well, that's the problem. We, we could sit around and we could dwell on that and just focus on that. And that's, we're not going to have a good couple of weeks because we don't have leads or we can focus on the solution. What are we going to do because we don't have those leads ready, readily available? What are some other things that we can do to, to generate business in the meantime? So, yeah, that's, you know, that's a big part of it, I think, is just, uh, you know, focusing on the problem rather than focusing on, on the solution. Yeah, I think a victim also lacks perspective. Like, not only do they get wrapped up in the problem and not the solution, they give the problem too much weight. I often say, and I'm sure I read this and stole it from somewhere, is whatever's going on right now that makes you feel like the victim going to be a problem in five minutes? It might, might not be. Is whatever's going on right now that makes you feel so victimized, so taken advantage of, so screwed over, going to be a problem in five days? Highly unlikely. Is whatever makes you feel like you've been stepped on really going to be a problem five months from now? Almost no chance. And is whatever's gotten you so upset right now that you want to ask for a release and go to the next place really going to be something you even remember in five years? Probably not. Perspective makes such a big difference on preventing victimhood when you deal with the ebbs and flows of, of life. Yeah, you know, and I, I wanted to kind of shift that focus now to maybe focusing on the mindset of a, a victor. Okay. And, you know, that figure, a victor they're going to take challenges as opportunities for growth and they're going to take responsibility for their actions and they learn from their setbacks. They proactively seek solutions, kind of like we talked about, you know, they focus on the solution rather than the, the problem. They, 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 they figure out ways to overcome obstacles rather than focusing on those obstacles and why they're going to be a setback. Well said. I think not to sound pretentious, but anytime somebody's ever left working with me, I take that as an opportunity to work right back through the list of everyone that's currently working with me and, and dive a little bit deeper, dig in a little bit further, engage a little bit more, and kind of like, what's that old time phrase? Bring the troops in. Like figure out, all right, let's bring everyone back in. Let's you know wrangle everything up, figure out what's going on, but also learn from what's going on. Did I do anything wrong here? Was this really my fault? What can I do better? Like simple things, like where is there's process improvements that can be made to prevent that thing from happening? Maybe somebody left because they didn't get their leads and that's the reason they're blaming you. But maybe you can make sure that in the system, it notifies you when they're getting the leads and that was an error and that's why I didn't get it. Like little process improvements that big picture wasn't your fault, but I can still improve here to kind of prevent that from happening or coming close again. I think focusing on this is so much more healthier for your mindset. Like who wants to be dwelling in negativity forever? It just sucks, doesn't it? Oh, it totally does. And and I think people that kind of have that that mindset of of playing victim, other people sooner or later kind of start to to see that. Like this guy, everywhere he goes, go jumping from 
job to job, career to career. He just, you know, he's always blaming everybody else. Everywhere he went, things just didn't work out. He just didn't have that same opportunity. Well, then how come other people there are successful and, and have done, you know, what what's different between you and the, the person that, that is doing really well there? I just think that it just kind of gets old. You know, people start to see that and hear it. And sooner or later, people are going to figure out people like that. Like, yeah, you know, things really aren't that bad. It's just, that's just kind of how that person is. I think, I think there's people even that'll blame their upbringing, where they came from is a reason why they're a victim. You know, maybe they didn't have the best childhood growing up and there's people, very successful people. One example, Tony Robbins. I mean, this guy's like one of the most successful people in the world now. And he came, didn't have a very good upbringing. I mean, I, I remember hearing a story that he told once about like his mom running after him with a knife and like, she just really, I think she ended up leaving at some point. He ended up having to like raise his like brothers and sisters and stuff. Like he was basically like the parent at a young age and had to take a lot of responsibility and situation like that, a poor upbringing. I mean, he could have just said, this is my life. This is how it's going to be. And this is just how things are. You know, I just don't have the same opportunity as everybody else. But instead he, he kind of, he took that and, and, and used that as like fuel to really make something happen and maybe to be, maybe to be able to help other people to overcome those same sort of situations. Cause that's really no situation anybody would want to be in. Yeah. I remember on our big Monday training call that I do audio, not visual. You may not want to see me that early. Sometimes my original mentor in the business was on not this Monday, but last Monday. And he said, nobody has it any better or worse than anybody else. Like it's all relatively equal. Like you don't really have it worse than he does. You don't have it better than he does. It's all kind of an equal playing field. And, I, and that seems bumper sticker until you realize it at one point or time. I had a guy call me at this point, probably three years ago. He's like, I know you've been through a divorce and my wife is leaving me and I don't know what to do right now. And that's not only a moment when I realized that being an upline is also being a psychiatrist at times, but it's that We've all been through this crap before. You may not realize because you may not have said it or called somebody, but we all have the same amount of better and worse in our career potential. So I had somebody else call me once in a tragic, tragedy-based moment, and I swear to God, the conversation I was having with them, I had with somebody else four years ago. And again, another reminder, nobody has it better or worse. We're kind of all operating at that same wavelength as the ebbs and the flows of life. And then is it a challenge or is it a problem? Like now that we know this is happening, what do we do next? Now, I guess one thing people that maybe have that mentality, the victim mentality, and they need a shift to like a victor mentality. What are some ways you think that they can maybe overcome that? How do you even bring that up to somebody you think like that if, if you can tell, because I mean, like I said, sooner or later, I mean, you see people that are kind of have that mentality and you can just kind of see it. Like, will people be offended if you tell them, hey, you know, I just it just seems like, you know, the problem is it's not everybody else. Like, I think we need to focus a little bit more on what, what the true problem is. Should you just come right out and tell them? You know, I just I think that you're playing victim all the time. Like, it's not always everybody else's fault. What's an what do you think would be like an easy way to to maybe 
confront somebody with that sort of thing and help them to, to get better. I think the problem, especially when we talk about our business, is that people are so willing to jump ship as soon as they get, their, they get butt hurt that you don't get to develop the relationship levels deep enough to be able to say the truth because you're they're they're not willing to hear the truth receive the truth move forward from the truth or at least have a slightly uncomfortable conversation i remember i told waylon almost four years ago at this point if i ever decide i don't want to work with you anymore i'm going to at least fly to wherever you are and argue it out like let's just really see eye to eye face to face in person if this is irreconcilable and we had that issue two years ago, flew to where we were, argued it out. Peter Walker had to stand there and make sure no one hit anybody. And we figured it out. We figured out what was actually going on, how to fix it, what can't be fixed, what can be fixed. I think that people really struggle in our business because they can't just buckle down, dig deep and figure out, you know, let's solve it deep in the relationship and move forward from it. But to answer your question a little bit further, I think to kind of protect yourself from a victim mentality you got to figure out why you're doing this. Like it gets, you get away from it sometimes. Like, why am I doing this? What is this for? What does this provide me? What freedom does it give me? What's your why again? Like, maybe you're negative because you've forgotten how freaking awesome this job can be. This career can provide. The opportunities are unlimited. And then when you recognize you don't want to have a job, okay, I, I get it now. Maybe you can get over a victim mentality when you start celebrating small wins along the way. Oh, wow. I wrote a piece of business today. That's awesome. Oh, man, I saved the piece of business. I cross-sold the product. I got in the home. I went out when I didn't feel like going out. I think when you can celebrate these little wins, you can stack up a wall to protect you from negativity when it comes. Yeah, and I think that definitely could reinforce a positive mindset. And I think those small wins could be a good way to, to help somebody overcome that victim mentality. If you know, if you can tell that someone is always playing victim when they have those small wins, make a big deal out of them and just try to build off of that and motivate them. And so I, maybe there's ways that you can help someone overcome that mentality without them even realizing that you're, you're doing that for them. I think it kind of lies with the, the foundation of the people that we work with or hope they realize We've got their backs. We're on their side. We make decisions what's best for them. We look at the what putting them before ourselves. Like we also don't have the time. We joke about it, but it's really the truth. Nowhere in today's schedule does it say screw this person over. Like that's not even like a thing. That's not a cultural thing. It's not tolerated. It's not accepted. It's never been promoted. Like we we put people's best interests first to the point where we probably could be making even more money and have more time for videos if we took a bigger spread on people. But that's not what we do. Like we're really not interested in that. And I'll always say on in any recording that I also don't need anyone's override to pay the mortgage. Like I give advice because I know it's good advice. I don't give advice because, well, if they don't make the sale, I'm going to be broke. I got it. I'll figure myself out. I'll pay my own bills. I want to work with people because I want them to have the same success as me. And that positive kind of cultural foundation protects negativity from getting in a lot of times too. Well, how many times when somebody has a bad week, are they going to hold themselves accountable? I mean, usually right away when they have a bad week in our business, it's all, you know, the leads just weren't that good. Well, I've had weeks where the leads aren't any good. You got to figure out ways to, to overcome that, find other things to do if, you're not getting anywhere with the people that you're out there to see. But I mean, usually if I have a bad week, I'm, 
I'm not afraid to say, yeah, it was me. You know, yeah. I'm the reason why, I mean, heck, I didn't have a very good week last week. I, I think I wrote like only one or two apps. It was a slow week, but it's my own fault. I, I was working old leads. I wasn't working anything new and I take responsibility for that. You know, I wrote some business, but not enough. And so I fixed that problem this week by being sure to place an or a lead order right away to make sure that I'm going to have new people to see this week and be able to generate some more business. So, you know, that's my own fault, but I know that, I mean, I've always said that all of our decisions kind of lead us to where we're currently at and mm -hmm. heck good or bad. That, that's why we are where we're currently at in our current state. Yeah. I think in closing, I've, I've encountered people in life that it seems like everything goes wrong to them. But really, they haven't built up a wall to protect them from even the littlest things destroying them. Like, oh, my God, I had a flat tire. Now, now that's why I couldn't go out on Wednesday. What? No, my, my dog needed. Now my dog needs to go to the vet. His left tooth fell out. Now I couldn't go in the field on Thursday. Oh, man, my kid had a cough and I couldn't find it just goes on and it goes on and it goes on because at no point they said enough. I'm either running my business or getting a job. And I can't allow these little waves in the business to be so waves of life to be so disruptive to my business. Like, really, you have to decide you're going to put on a jersey of positivity or a jersey of negativity. And whatever one you're choosing to wear is exactly what team you're going to represent. Yeah. You know, Grant Cardone even mentioned in his 10 Times book just something as simple as, I mean, heck, your electric goes out. And you can't work for a few days because you don't have electricity and you don't have internet in your house. And, you know, you're going to blame the electric company. And he's like, or you could buy a generator and be prepared for something like that. So when the power goes out, you already have a backup plan. So you could blame the electric company or you could blame yourself because you didn't plan ahead. You didn't have a generator to be able to provide that electricity so you could continue to work. So it's like any situation out there, it doesn't matter how big or how little, there's ways that we can overcome those situations. And, but again, we need to be willing to hold ourselves accountable. Also, I don't want to sound like a, a tool or a jerk. I do recognize there are maybe 5% of things that happen in life that there's nothing you can do about. And that was legit messed up that happened to you. There's things that that's, that's a scar that's never going away. That, oh, that's awful. Like that, that happens. Like there's nothing anyone can do about some things. And that's just the reality of life as well. That person died. Oh, that, that's, that's awful. That, genuinely tragic. But we can't allow the 5% to write the rest of our story. We really have to try and accept some things we can't change and some things that we can. And really just take every day to do the best we can. And this concludes another episode of the Insurance Life and Everything in Between podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe, share with a friend or colleague. And if you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, please leave those too. Any input is greatly appreciated. Thank you.